You're listening to the Rogers Sporting Goods Podcast with Patrick Fisher, Chandler Smith, and Josh from Outdoor Limits. In this podcast, we'll touch on everything from gear to ducks to deer, turkey and fishing. From field to table, let's dive in. Man, is the, did the it, cloudy fall days make you think you need to be in a tree yeah, stand? Yeah, if it was 60 today, it'd be like... It's a little warm, but it, it's like the overcast fall feel, man. I like oh, the sure. overcast. Yeah, Mostly oh, because the sun doesn't blind me setting. <laughs> I'm sitting in the stand. Yeah, Pat uh-huh. sets his tree stand up facing I the like sunset. The f- <laughs> yeah, I love facing <laughs> east and west. Yeah. There's nothing better. 30 mile an hour north wind and facing east. Yeah. Heck yeah. I like to get in the smallest tree possible. Too. I just <laughs> want to <laughs> rock so shoot the rock saddle. Up sleep. Yeah. Ooh, the saddle, man. That'd be, that'd be one fun little ride. But with yeah. a saddle, you can get into a lot smaller trees. That is true. Yeah. That I hang on or a ladder stand. I like getting into gnarly trees. I didn't get out to do the early season, but I did go shoot my bows. That's what you said. I was, I was hoping you are going to go shoot a. I know. I'm telling. So no we the, were all excited to go. Then you get to the end of the week, and we went out Saturday night because we were going to go Sunday. By the time we got home, we were just like, done yeah so uh but we did need to go uh practice a little more and so we're good to go oh you're all dialed i did that had my favorite restaurant in town where we hunt and uh so i was good to go i got i got the feel for that yeah got my little irish skillet menu hasn't changed you're good to go made sure the bow was tuned right yeah there you go now we're good now we're ready Came I was on. looking to see if the numbers came out yet, but they haven't posted them yet. Oh, they did. For the early season? Oh, you yeah. found them? No, uh, I think it was like 16K for doe harvest. Yeah. It, wasn't it, right. it was like a rifle doe yep. early season, right? Yep. For everybody? For Yeah, for yeah, the, for all the, Missouri. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, uh, we had the, the servant guy on last week for MDC. Oh, really? The deer guy. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about CWD and... The two new seasons we yeah. put in Missouri, which was this antlerless uh, rifle season that happened when this podcast comes out. It was two weekends ago. And then we have a CWD rifle portion that extends the rifle season. Isn't like the whole state in CWD now? Not the whole <laughs> state. But they did 52 counties. 52. 39 of the 52. Oh. No, that's for testing, 39 of the 52. But all CWD zones will have an extended five days tacked on to the end of rifle. Oh, really? So they can help. Yeah. So what, rifle is what, 10 days or something? That starts on the 11th, 11th and it ends Tuesday before nine, Thanksgiving. Nine days? I think it's nine with two weekends. Gotcha. And then the, so the CWD areas get an extra five mm-hmm. or CWD counties? Yeah. So Clay next County's year. in that now. Huh? Clay County's in Clay that County now. County got hey. added this year. That's good. Now I-35 is in it. By Carney, so I'm golden. Yeah. So you get an extra five days. I think it's more to help, at, at least from the way I understand it, I think it's to help slow the, in those zones. Yeah. Because there's really, once they have CWD, there's nothing you can do. So gotcha. you got to try to slow that spread. I gotcha. Are we so, live? Oh, yeah. Oh, we've been uh, going. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I did you not realize we were live. Heck yeah. That's how we start it. That's how we do it. That's just, fair. Telling stories or lies. You can't tell the difference. Not unless I tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So we did, uh, so yeah, 
I was going to go out, but I did not. Um, the Beth went out and the father-in-law, they really didn't see too much. I don't know. I got to sleep in. <laughs> it's a bonus. There's going to be enough days of me not sleeping in with fall coming. So oh, for sure. I feel like it's been pretty warm too, so I don't know how yeah. warm it's been. But Although this Saturday, is the high's like in the 50s. No. So that'd That's be a awesome. good another front if you were archery hunting to get out and do that. I start getting excited about end of October. Yeah. I like to start Halloween weekend. That's my favorite favorite weekend. A little bit. I want to like get one weekend, you know, ahead of that. And then you know what you're doing for Halloween. Yeah. It's your little prep week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Halloween weekend and the weekend after are always like my two favorites. Yeah. And then obviously rifle season too. But yeah, if I could take off like the 31st through the first week of November. Yeah. That would be my time if I was going to take off. For sure. I think that'd be prime. Yeah. Be good. We did, uh, I was looking up some stuff and a uh, couple stories that maybe people haven't heard about. So one, um, so they were talking about um, in uh, funding like uh, archery and school funding for um, like archery, um, what else, uh, hunter's education, things like that. Um, there was talks about it, like, taking away the funding or defunding that. Yeah. Um, but it got passed on Tuesday. Um, the House of Representatives passed it um, almost unanimously uh, to keep funding for uh, hunter's education, archery programs, uh, culinary arts, which because they use knives that are over two and a half inches long, so it counts in the... Uh, really? Yeah, that's as a deadly funny. weapon style. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. Up now. Um, yeah, so that's cool uh, for secondary schools, uh, elementary schools. So that was cool to see. Yeah. That yeah. came out on the 10th. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that they were talking about it, but I didn't realize they had to pass. So. Yeah. That's um, great. And it just helps. I think there's like... 1.3 million kids in uh, 49 states that are enrolled in uh, archery um, like classes. So keeping that young, keeping that young generation rocking and rolling. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. Random story I just thought about was uh, my <clears throat> my elementary uh, PE tote. PE coach. Um, I think he's now retired, but he was there for a long time. Like this is a couple years ago. He came and talked to me and he was getting archery equipment from Rogers for Oh really? Fox Hill Elementary. Dang. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean yeah. that was that's awesome. I wasn't I haven't been in elementary school since quite a while. <laughs> and he was yeah. my same guy. I've even played softball against him too. That was pretty cool. As an adult. You Picking know. on your teachers? Yeah, dude. Dang. Dang. Got to yeah. give him some slack. No, he's, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's getting him back. Little shout out, Coach uh-huh. Lentz. Yeah. At uh, did we have? Might have been before I got to Carney. Mm-hmm. Did you guys do any like hunter education, archery programs? I f- I'm pretty sure there was one year in elementary that we did um, archery. 
But okay. I don't remember it after that. I, I remember like late elementary or maybe like sixth grade middle school um, in Kearney. But yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I no. remember taking my, in P class, we had a whole week designated to boater safety. What? Boater safety? Yeah, to get your Missouri boater safety. You got that in, car. Co- in school? Yeah, it Heck was yeah. awesome. Oh, that, yeah, that's awesome. I, I had to take mine week. myself. Did it for a Same. week. It was part of our program. That's sweet. That's yeah. better than the, uh, what is it, eight-hour course online on a weekend. Yeah, that's what yeah. I had to do. Same. Two screens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three. I might have done mine on my phone. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I do remember Mr. Miller, because I had him as a science teacher, and every fall he'd bring in a deer and oh, hang really? it up in class. And that's like so awesome. part of our biology anatomy. Is that high school or middle school? High school. High school. High school. He was there when I was there, and that's who always did my uh, duck taxidermy. Really? Mr. Miller, yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. He's a good local taxidermist. He did my elk. He's done a couple deer. Oh, really? Yeah. But he, we do, like, you basically uh, gut the deer, do the skinning, and, you know, kind of dissect it. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. It was awesome. You don't see that in every high school in America. People people walk by. Check out. See, Mr. Miller's got a deer hanging in. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we'd, we'd so were like frogs fun. and cats or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Who was the – it was Mr. Miller and um, the teacher right next to him. Nye? Uh, Bill he, Nye? Yeah. <laughs> he was, but the two science teachers next to each other. I mean, they would do the pigs and the cats and the – Yeah, he retired – uh, one year when I was in high school, I did. Yeah, they did some. Am, of the am I right? Did, did schools do cats? Uh, I frogs. Think we did frogs. frogs. I'm just making that up. Well, maybe you had a cat problem. <laughs> <laughs> I could be completely wrong. You had a lot of feral kitties running around the school. That just didn't sound right after I said it. I was like, anyways. <laughs> do they? Oh, you. Okay. I was an AP science. But frogs. Uh, yeah. Little pigs. Yeah, definitely well, did. I'm pigs. just curious where they get the cats, but I don't know. I don't know either. I suppose yeah, they start did. a program with the local vet or something. I guess. They, or something. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather dissect the deers. Deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah deer would be way awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah. Getting credits for that, especially if you got to make jerky or something <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yeah. You go from there that class to culinary class. Yeah. Yep, dehydrated, dehydrated jerky. jerky. <laughs> jerky. <laughs> Nice. It was fun. Yeah. It was pretty cool, though. I couldn't believe it when I had heard about it the first year because I didn't have him the first year. I was like, dang, he really does that? Mm-hmm. I'd be trying to get into that class. Yes. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Well, before we dive into things, we have a couple – we have a small announcement, but we're, when do we want to give talk about the giveaway? Because we are starting our 12 weeks – not 12 days of Christmas, but 12 weeks till Christmas giveaway season. Yeah. And the first one we're announcing on this podcast. Mm. If you listen to the podcast and you hear about it, we announced it on your social media over the weekend. But we're going to give it a little bit of extra thing. Hayden doesn't know about this, but there's going to be a secret code that we're going to say in the podcast that's going to give you bonus points to get entered in the giveaway. So, so there'll be a question. It's like, what was the secret code in the podcast episode, whatever this number is? What is the code? Can you write it down for me? Secret, Patrick. Yeah. I know. I don't even know it. I, I, I just. This is the first I'm hearing about I it. I know. It's secret. 
Okay. Very secretive. Do you want to do the code now or wait a little bit to, the, to announce the code? I say we'll we wait. Yeah. Give it a sec. Yeah. Let it marinate. Right but we won't talk about the giveaway quite yet. Here's a little little tease the customer. They can listen a bit yeah. longer. But Ooh. yeah, go ahead. What we, what'd you got? I had another hot story. That's what I was going to. Well, we can get into stories, but I was going to say another cool thing I wanted to talk about on, on some of these podcasts coming just throughout the fall is like if you're going to if you're going to deer hunt tomorrow, what is your loadout? I'm talking, and you can be as in depth and or as or as generic as you want to be, but if we if you want to tell your story, we can go into the loadout after that. This was sorry. So I the funding got passed, and the one other thing though that I saw, which I had a customer talking to me about it, I was like, man, that sounds crazy. And then I was looking it up and read the story. So there's a little island off of California. I mean, it's part of the state of California mm-hmm. and they are culling um, 2000 mule deer really taking out 2000 mule deer by helicopter with sharpshooters conservation wow. is or, or a different, um, different organization I think it's a, they teamed up with mm-hmm. you know so supposedly I mean from what I read like that's mule deer scary. got mule deer got introduced to this little island, island where people live and I believe in the twenties, but they've flourished so much and now it's just getting out of control. So is it, is it, that'd be a cool hunt to be able to sign up too urbanized to to have hunters go in there and take care of it. Well, that was my thought is I would hope, and it didn't say it in this story that if you're taking out that many, and then obviously they would take those. I would imagine if, if the conservation involved, they're donating it and taking care of it. But like, you got they got to spend money on helicopters and all that oh, stuff. Oh, it's a big fund to yeah. do that if but, you're doing helicopters and yeah. Why couldn't you have like a deer hunter, or a bow hunter, in every background playground of that urban area, just waiting on the deer? Well, and I don't know if the island, maybe the island's not urban, but I don't it's know. Just, maybe it's, it's too hard to get people back so there to hunt. Them. That it's you know hurting yeah. the ecosystem. Gotcha. Um, but what I would think is you could do two things one you could spend less money by not doing helicopters and all that you could actually raise money by some sort of event where you hunters can purchase you know this specialized permit yeah it feels like a draw system to get in but it might just be too hard to get people out there or something also it's an island i I guess i assume that there's people living yeah i mean they call it an island so i don't know like i didn't look at that like where it's at Kind of like 2,000. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's a lot. I'll go out there and shoot a mule deer. Yeah. For real. I'll go out there and take a few out. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. Fill up my freezer. Yeah. But anyways, I that's saw that. I was like, oh, wow. Huh. I'm going to have to talk about that again. I'm to do a little. Yeah, I'd like to know more about it. Yeah. Google Maps the island and be like, hey, I'd hunt right here. Going with your kayak. yeah well kayak mule deer hunt 100 percent. so anyways okay but i was just saying it's kind of you know as we're getting the hunting seasons you know bow hunting is right now all three of us are bow hunters and we were going out tomorrow you don't have to worry about the weather you don't have to be but if you know if tomorrow was the day to be in the stand what was your loadout pat you can start um so let's just say i'm prepping the night before and so, 
Um, I typically, I take a, the Sitka Fanatic backpack. Um, I just like it because it's quiet. Is that the so new, it's like, like really a, quiet one? That, it's it came out a few fuzzy, years ago, but uh, yeah. I say new. Yeah. I'm still running a, sat, a Stratus, no, a tool bucket and Optifade green. Oh, so okay. it's new to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're running that European sick of pattern. Yeah, no joke. Uh, yeah, before that. Yeah. He's running the uh, 2015 oh, yeah. elevated. Yeah. 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 Um, green. Mm-hmm. Good turkey pattern. Mm. Oh, yeah. I wish I still so, had my whole set. It's kind of a, well, I'll tell you this, that backpack collects everything. <laughs> Walking through the brush. Yeah. But the reason why, there's no, um, it's just all a molly system. Molly and so hooks. Yeah, it's yeah. super quiet. It's lightweight. Um, okay, so that's the backpack I use. Um, I take my, I'm trying to think of my pockets, but I've got a grunt tube. Um, I've got a Woodhaven snort wheeze. Um, I actually have a HS grunt tube, old school. I love it. Like really? the, almost like, like the, a true wood? talker. Okay. Is the what true talker. It's like you an get the, olive drab color. Yeah. You get to squeeze in on that mm-hmm. reed a little bit and you I can. I like it. It's soft, pliable. Um, there's like nothing that can mess up on it. So yeah. I, I take that, um, uh, Woodhaven snort wheeze, separate. So that's that. a different device. Mm-hmm. They make a standalone snort wheeze. Is it just like a tube? a tube that can, uh, like a little uh, accordion style tube. Yep. Um, and then I have, I'll either do a black rack, um, rattling antlers, mm-hmm. or sometimes, depending on where I'm sitting, um, I have, uh, like the old school, the Nightingale, um, uh, little, what are those called? Like the little rattling pack, but pack rack, uh, yeah, pack, pack rack. rack. Yep, they yeah. come apart. They come apart. Yeah. Those are those are nice and compact. So those are my three calls. I don't do cans very much. Um, I have them, but I hardly ever take them. So those are my calls: rangefinder, um, toilet paper, um, a roll of orange tape. Okay. Um, so I can mark stuff if I mm-hmm. get an animal. Um, or I'll mark a trail, like, you know, if I got a new setup and I want to remark it, I'm going out there. Yeah. Um, a uh, couple packs of uh, cleaning gloves. Yeah. Um, with my knife kit, I've got a drink, something, either Gatorade, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew for me water something like that um so that's kind of all in the pack i said range finder um and then obviously my bow quiver usually do five arrows i always keep one with just a field tip on it in case i want to take a small game animal or something like that yeah um and depending on the weather would depend on what i put on um I'll either switch, like I'll do the, I don't know. It's, I'm a, it's, it's hot I, right I, now. It doesn't get cold for me very much. So I can usually get away with some lightweight stuff. Core lightweight. Like I can wear. Is everything you wear in elevated or you got other brands in there? Like the Tarek mid season or Stratus from Sitka. But even then, like sometimes that can be too much. I'll just wear like a t-shirt under that. Yeah. Yeah, that Stratus, you can take it down. 
Yeah, I mean, we got to get right into November so. before I start putting something on underneath. Yeah, yeah for sure. I put it in January in Stratus. Yeah. 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 Um, and then a harness. Got that on. That's really, I think that covers it. Yeah. What kind of boots? Um, you doing so, like a pull on lacrosse or are you doing um, a, a I do banner? have, I do have some, uh, some Irish setter lace-ups. Yeah. Um, that I'll wear. Um, what's the Irish setter? What are I those? think they're, are they Vapor Trek? Yeah, it sounds right. like that. Yeah. Um, they're a little, they're only like 400 grams. So it's almost too much insulation. I almost need non-insulated. Really? I'll wear 400 grams, even single digits. Yeah. Uh, for me. I get that. Or my foot grew. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> it's almost a little too tight. I mean, yeah. some guys sometimes will get like a, I've seen guys with 2,000 gram boots. I walk 20 feet in those. My feet are sweating. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole system's ruined. Yeah. Or I'll switch between, uh, I've got a lot of pair, but the one, the uninsulated, elevated to lacrosses, mm-hmm. which are probably like a Alpha Burley or something. Yeah, Alpha Burley uninsulated. Um, I do have a 1,000 gram pair and then the Rogers 7 mil. So it just kind of depends on, and those to me, they're all similar. Just, yeah, I don't worry too much about it. That way, uh, makes make sure my phone's fully charged, especially if it's on the weekend. I can keep track of some football scores. Oh yeah, for sure. You get signal. Yeah, not well. There's a couple stands I don't. Yeah, usually, I'm playing like solitaire or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm checking checking fantasy, keeping up with scores, and I always pack a couple extra little. Um, Good thing you're running about fantasy. It's Thursday. Yeah. Oh, hooks. <laughs> Like just the little screw in ninety nine cent ones. Oh yeah, I always keep a couple extra just what's your, in case you get out there. What's your bow arm? Um, I have the Hawk Extendable mm-hmm. tree arm, the smaller one, not the Go Gadget. Yeah, um, that's the exact same one I have, but the smaller one. And then I do the um, that's on one side of the tree, and then I have the Hawk. Um, it's got like the two swivel arms, so it's a gear accessory screw mm-hmm. in. Yep. And then I have that on the other side. So I do my, it's got one hook that comes out underneath and I hang my backpack on that. And then the two pivot arms, I'll hang my binos, whatever else mm-hmm. on that. Oh, binoculars. I take those too. You got Vortex Diamondbacks or you got? I do have uh, Diamondbacks. 10 by 42 probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's solid setup. Yeah. So. On about anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a uh, deer drag. I've got a couple different ones. I've got the hawk one with the steel loops. Really? Okay, end. you got the drags, huh? Just in case. Yeah, definitely nice to have when you need it. Yeah, just in case it's kind of in a spot, you know. Needing, I don't know. Just helps. Yeah, no, it does for sure. I usually rely on like go get the cart. And I, I don't use a deer cart. I use our decoy dolly cart, you know, yeah. which is huge, but it works great. And go get the cart. Get as close as you possibly can. This and is probably funny because I'm still old school. Mm-hmm. Like, um, one, I don't do paint, but I have to cover my face. But I don't, I can't have my ears covered. I don't, whether it's cold or not. 
So if it is super cold, I'll put a Stratus beanie on or something like that. It's windproof. You flip your ears out or something? But I keep my ears out. <laughs> but I take the Look like an elf. The <laughs> full netted like old school HS turkey mask. Oh, oh yeah. And I put that on You'll as full my turkey. mask. Yeah. So it's breathable. You can hear everything. I just feel like no, although I mean, it must not matter. How many times have you had a deer look right in your soul? <laughs> yeah, for real. And then how many times? I feel like that happens no matter what, though. That's but how many even times? with the mask on? Oh yeah. How many times I've seen deer hunters? They're just up there in their tree, shooting deer with their white face just it's glowing. Here I am. <laughs> I know. And it doesn't matter. So I don't know. And it just depends, man. How the deer are? If they're spooky. If the wind's right or wrong. Yeah. You know, but you're covering that up. For sure. Greg, you got a quick loadout if you're hunting tomorrow? Yeah. I, um, I'd i say it's fairly similar to Patrick's. I've been using a Sitka tool bucket. Tool bucket. Mm-hmm. I, Elevated too. Yeah. yeah. If I don't take camera gear, I'll use the tool belt. So like a small fanny pack style one. Mm-hmm. Um, keep all my gear in that. But with camera arms and cameras and lenses, I've been using the tool bucket just to be, so I can fit all that stuff in there. It carries a little easier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it'd be camera gear, um, camera arms, camera lenses. Doing yourself filming? Yeah. Try to. That's awesome. My, with my luck though, it hasn't been a whole lot of uh, success on there. Oh yeah. Um, how many times have you been out this year? This year, none. Yeah, really? I've been slacking this year, just getting the bow ready and getting, equipment ready yeah and uh preparing i got a hunt coming up in a couple weeks so just trying to be ready for that um but yeah run a mirrorless camera on that yeah 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 and then i use the same hawk bow arm as patrick i use a daisy chain to clip my backpack onto the tree um that i just made with paracord really yeah so you don't use the does it you don't use the tool bucket straps and everything I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. I just do the daisy chain so I can clip other stuff on there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I have a couple extra carabiners, so mm-hmm. um, kind of clip whatever. Clip black racks on there. Um, yep. Grunt tube. And then kill kit and medical kit I just have combined in the you know in the same yep. bag in the bottom. It would be nice to have it at the top, but have medical. it. Medical kit, yeah, it's not as mm, it's pretty basic though. It's like you got a tourniquet in there. What do you got? A no, wash no. rag and a band aid. It's like <laughs> yeah, band aids. Uh, is it a SpongeBob band aid? Yes. Yes. Okay. Keep extra contacts in there. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a problem. Can't shoot a deer you can't see. That's right. Especially archery, it's pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So black rag. The grunt tube I use is the old Primos one. That's the grunt and snort we use together. So I don't know if they still make that one or not. Like a buck roar? Is it? Or yeah, something? it's the buck roar. <laughs> is it the buck, buck roar? roar? Yeah. Is that does that one like have like a switch on it? Like you switch from what this one, one to the other? It's just a grunt, and then on top it has like a, another tube, basically. So you just have ways. move the mouth. You know, two mouthpieces. I don't think it has like no. Yeah, they buck, made the one a with a the grunt with the compass out from Primus. Yeah, yeah. the little compass there. Oh, that's pretty slick. I guess. <laughs> you put the stand up. You yeah. can't figure out how to also get out. Has a compass on it. So. Well, maybe you're just like, okay, I need the bedding areas in the east. Let me turn this grunt tube to the east. Yeah. And then blow. Boo. I like the medical kit. Yeah. Well, not, not that you need to get 
crazy. Yeah, but just basic. Nicking yourself or yeah, whatever. For sure. How many times brought Cut your hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a thorn. What for sure. Just put like me medical tape in there You can spear too. your leg. True. If you're spear hunting. True. Like Could Wells did. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Just never know. Yeah. But. Good idea. Um, I use a, I do wear a bino harness when I'm, like, mm. even for bow hunting. So I have a 10 by 42s in there and then a range finder in the side pocket. Um, Sometimes oh, yeah. range finder. Yeah. Got to have that. For sure. Sometimes I'll keep an extra knife in there just for quick access um, instead of just having one in the kill kit. It's really about it. I did forget. I usually have a flashlight and yep. a headlamp both. Couple mm. I always do two headlamps. And the one's either dead or lost. Yep. So. <laughs> and I have a Primos Blood Hunter. Oh, dang. The light, the flashlight? Mm-hmm. You're all rigged out. Yeah, it's probably too much. Yeah. <laughs> I probably should just go out there with my bow. Be more successful. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. But Like, if I don't bring anything, no gloves, no cleaning kits, nothing, I'm definitely harvesting a deer. No. For sure. No help. Yeah. Drag it out. Drive yeah. it. <laughs> Gonna drive into town and buy a kit to yeah. get that's, it out. That's why you leave that deer drag in, the, in your truck. So, good luck. There's literally that's times not bad though. Like you, you shoot I a deer in my decoy dolly at home or deer dolly or whatever. Yeah, as long as the deer doesn't run in the direction of your truck, you can kind of let the deer expire while you go back to the truck and get the drag, and then you can go look for it. That'll help you give it some time naturally without you rushing out there in 25 minutes thinking it's been two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. I know. And always that long sit, man. Oh yeah, but yeah, I'm. I always have extra layers on me because I'm switching jackets or just trying mm-hmm. to stay comfortable and keep from sweating then boots i've been using the arrowhead sports from lacrosse and okay. depending on the time of year it's either three and a half mil or five mil but uh, similar to patrick i'm run pretty hot so yeah usually it's a uh, three and a half mil until it gets pretty cold mm-hmm. and i'm not a glove fan so if it no. gets it's got to be like i'll do um are they the early season fingerless sit gloves? Yeah. Or sometimes I'll just do no gloves. And if it's a little chilly, I'll just hand warmers in my pocket. Yeah. I just can't. I just, I'm not sure. a glove guy for bow hunting. I just can't do it. No. I wear one on my left hand, but my right hand I always keep open just because I, I use a handheld on. release too. And I just like the feeling of it. It gets my hand on them against the glove. Mm-hmm. Similar to call, you know, Colin for. Ducks. Ducks, yeah. Yeah, now I will put, yeah, sometimes I'll put a glove on. If it is going to be colder, I'll put a glove on the hand that I'm holding my bow with. And sometimes I'll be holding it, and I can keep my other hand warm, but a lot of times I'm holding it right there, especially if deer are coming. And so it's out in the elements, freezing. For sure. So to have that extra layer on there. Yeah. Hand muffs are clutch, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. I've never, I can't get the comfortability with the bino harness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know everybody does it. I mean, a lot of people do. They get yeah. the bino harness, and I just can't get, I don't know. Yeah. That's fair. I've just, just worn one it so you many know, times. I'm just, I, but yeah, I just, I just, just rarely use them. Gotcha. You got to put it on and shoot with it. No, everything's good. and mm-hmm. Nothing hits strings or nothing like that and all that good stuff. For sure. Yeah. Especially... I will say, on a harness and a saddle is kind of cumbersome. So, 
Is it? Yeah. Just with like the te- or the bridge and tether and leaning forward. Just another thing to you got to watch your clearance on when shooting. That makes but. sense. Gotcha. And if you guys are both going out tomorrow, you guys are hunting out of a saddle or a hang on or a ladder stand or fixed stand, ground blind. I'm going saddle, saddle. for sure. Yeah. Not a, not a wooden two by four. No, just a hunt. I retired the two by fours last year. Two by fours retired last year. No, I'd, I'd probably be. start um, on one of my sets that I have permanent. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then branch out from there. Maybe, I don't know. Movement doesn't change too much year to year, especially on like private farms. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can kind of figure out what's going on. Yeah. But. You know, if something changes or, you know, I don't know. My, sta- my tree, my stand was in, fell. Yeah. <laughs> Can't hunt there anymore. Yeah, you got to move did that I, did one. I, did I tell you the story about <laughs> last year bow hunting? I took in a set in the public land. It was, like, foggy, and I found this tree. is like, all perfect. I put four sticks up, went up, put a hang-on up there, sat down. Sun comes out, I look up, and the tree's dead, and it's broke off like four feet in front of my head, <laughs> above my head. I'm like, well, this tree's bound to fall over now. Yeah. Did you yeah. ride it out? I rode it out, dude. <laughs> it's like, it's man. probably a stupid idea, but I was in a dead tree, and yeah. it broke off right above me where yeah. I was. I couldn't see it in the night. Like, I couldn't see that far far up. For sure. I'm sitting at like 18, 20 foot, and I get done. I'm like, this you tree. You would have noticed if you would have went up farther. Oh, if I went up farther, I'd be I mean, like, there's, there's, no, there's, there's no tree left. I was going to say it's good, or I hope you wore a harness, but I guess that doesn't really help you if the tree falls. The tree falls, falls <laughs> doesn't help. I didn't wear a harness. I mean, yeah, I'm in the belt the whole stuck to yeah. the tree. You can't even jump away from <laughs> yeah. it. Jeez. Yeah, well, I'm still here, luckily. I Thank, had a tree. Thankfully. That's all I thought about for like the next four hours. I'm sure. Yeah. Last would, year, I, I went to <laughs> check my two man, and another tree had fallen onto the ladder stand Jeez. next to it and, and just held it there. So that preseason preps for. I checked that stand this year. Even besides a bent arm rail, (laughs) it's good to go. Good to go. Yep. I love it. I'm going to hunt. Perfect. So. All right. So I don't want to. Okay. We got to get into our topic, but I'll go through mine. But as of right now, if I went out, there's some new clothing gear I'm looking at this year. But as of right now, if I went out tomorrow, it is. Sick of merino base layers, and it's the old merino base layers because I haven't bought the new ones yet. Like I said, I'm looking at some other stuff, but Sick has got some new merino that I'm really interested in feeling and seeing. Um, I've seen it online, but I haven't been in the store yet and actually got my hands on it. But we need to do like a video on that or something. Yeah, but it's great, is it? Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm wearing all Sick of merino. I have two different weights, so depending on the day, I either double up or run one or whatever, that kind of thing. And then honestly. I'm kind of weird. I use a lot of open country stuff in October. Um, like a mountain pant, the old one, is is like my favorite pant to wear. And it's not really loud. I mean, too bad, but it's just it's like a good weight to, to layer under it. And then I, like right now, I'd be wearing a merino top and then probably that Apex um, Sob Alpine hoodie, half-zip half hoodie, because yeah. it thing's like a dense merino. It's got like a kangaroo pouch. And then... If it gets any colder than that, I might put on a mountain jacket. But I think I, I think I might bring I might bring like that Rogers Tarek top too, just because that's like a dedicated whitetail piece. That mountain jacket's more of a Western stuff, so it can be kind of noisy if you're drawing a bow. But 
I haven't really noticed. I haven't had an issue with that ever since I started running that system. Yeah. Um, but the what the Tarek piece is a great mid-season piece. That's I wouldn't wear it walking in, but it's a great piece to layer with, and it's got the the pass-through hand buff and everything. I run that Optifade Green or ele- or elevated the original elevated, not two green tool bucket. Man, that thing was awesome. It's been it's probably eight, eight plus years old now. Maybe maybe not even that. Yeah, it's getting there. Close. Yeah, it's probably it's, actually it's either eight or nine. Yeah. yeah, that thing has been through the ringer, but it's a sweet backpack in general. Oh, for sure. You don't even need hooks to hang it up. You can if you want, but it straps around the tree by itself and becomes like an open compartment for all your gear. And then I actually have run through calls, I guess. I have the HS Heavy Horns, I guess I have in my bag currently right now. I've had the black racks or the, the pack racks and all that stuff. Is the right? Heavy Horns the bag? It's the brown bag that's with yeah. the big... Yep, the big Lincoln logs. Big Lincoln, yeah, big Lincoln logs. <laughs> it, it sounds okay, you know. In the past, too, I've also brought in, you know, sheds and whatnot for rattling. Uh-huh. But yeah. the heavy horns, I think, sounds pretty good, and it's it's compact, I guess. For sure. That is really nice. Yeah. Like but the black racks, you kind of have to strap it to the outside of a pack, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I ended up cutting mine in half, so I just used basically one side, but you oh, get two yeah. antlers just gotcha. to make it a little more compact, but I still yeah. strap to the outside. Good little tip there. I tell you what I do is I smash my thumbs. Yeah, for sure. I use both. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't do them where they're offset, you know, when you hold them. Yeah. Um, you smash your hands together. If you've got them facing where they're going to come all the way together. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with sheds. You got to make sure you cut off the for oh, sure. yeah. tines. They sound good, but a little dangerous. Yeah. They get the knuckles up. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. Mm-hmm. And then I have this call. I can't remember the brand. It was, it's a, a snort wheeze and grunt call combo, but there there wasn't two different um, mouthpieces. It was one mouthpiece, but to get the snort wheeze, you would plug the end of the grunt tube, and the air would go out the top on the snort wheeze, and it was a black. You know what I'm talking about? That, what color is it? It's a black, all-black grunt tube, and it's I think I feel like it's Wild Game Innovations, but I don't know if they made calls. This is an ancient grunt tube. WTF grunter? I don't know. That was um, Flex Tone. It might have been an old Flex Tone or something. Flex Tone made the other one, too, that had Willie on it, and it looked like a, what did the, the diamond-plated, like, truck bed, you know, toolboxes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, now that I didn't have a snow. What about, it could know. have been, like, an old HS one. They do a lot of black. It was like red, and, red and white packaging. It was an HS. Hmm. But it was, like, a wild game. It was a weird, we had a. It might oh, have that's been, a duck call. It might have been a Lee <laughs> and Tiffany, like it might have been a Lee and Tiffany deal special. or something like that. I can't yeah. remember, but it was a snort wheeze grunt tube combo, and I love the thing because the snort wheeze sounds great, you know. Because yeah. if I'm if I'm rattling or doing any of that stuff, and I got anything working, if you really want to get somebody fired up, you hit that snort wheeze on them. Woo! Their hair, sure. their hair oh, sticks yeah. on the back of their neck. Yeah. For sure, yeah. But it sounds it sounds good. You just plug the regular grunt tube end off, and then when you blow through it, it's coming through this like nostril port up top. Remember the <laughs> remember the flex tone ground grunter? Yes, yes. The one that goes down <laughs> the bottom of your tree. Yeah. So you just 
Let it go all the way down the ground. The ground. Twenty foot of tube. Oh my jeez! Yeah, you gotta yeah. drop your tube down. So. And then of course you gotta have the acorn crusher. The acorn cruncher. <laughs> hey, those things are great. Yeah, yeah. Swear by the acorn cruncher. <laughs> I got my uh, got my friend a couple for his birthday one year, and he's got. He, I make him take it out every you know every time just for good luck. Yeah, yeah. So, get the right. acorn crunchers. That's man. right. Yeah, the things we come up with. Oh yeah. Hunters. I got I it's got great. a game processing kit with all the gloves and everything like that. Obviously, um, don't have a butt out tool, but I just kind of do that myself. And then um, pack light is one of my knives I have in there. And then I have That's a good one. And then I have yeah, a is. custom made deer drop point skinner from Greg Mason over in the call center. Have you seen those? Super nice. He like I don't know. I think I got I got um, in I don't know maybe it's a different one. He made one. Did he make one for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know he what made type. me one as well. It's yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I haven't used it yet on the deer, but it's in there. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's a really nice. Knife. I'm gonna have some funny for faces sure. on this with my yawn. So I apologize <laughs> to everybody I'm over here. Yeah, Pat just ate. We need to get him some ignite. Get him all fired oh, up. Gosh, oh yeah, dang. yeah. I was all fired up this morning. Yeah, I had. I had Ice coffee coming into work, then down it with a Red Bull. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fire it off like on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, do you yeah. want to do that before that? Yeah, we'll do a giveaway here. But I guess I've got clothing, you know, bag, and I've got most of it. I have the same tree arm that you do. I said that earlier. Oh, we the same that Hawk Easy, the Hawk Extended one or whatever. Yeah. But not the big one. When we it's pack to go hunting, like packing for an apocalypse, oh, yeah. we could survive. For yeah. sure. We'd be good to go. And right now, I'd probably wear my Daner Powderhorn 400 gram boots. They're super comfortable. That's why I'd wear them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've worn my Kinetrex 400s, but man, those are more geared for, I don't know, not for sitting. Yeah. The Powderhorns are just out west with some weight on your back. Yeah. That's what they're for. But the Powderhorns are just a nice old lace up boot, you know, super sweet boot. Yeah. For but sure. I'm looking at those lacrosse ones that you're telling me about. The uh, yeah, the Ursas, yeah, I really like uh, that new Ursa boot that Cross came out with. It's awesome. I need to get one of those, yeah, Yeah. set a pair, anyways. All right, that's pretty much it. Um, I shoot a Hoyt, you guys shoot Matthews. Gregor used to be on the Hoyt side, but yeah, okay. I do own a Matthews, Matthews. yeah, I own three Hoyts and one Matthews. I've gone through they're all two, three Hoyts and two Matthews, I think, yeah. If, if you're listening, you didn't know Rogers is a pro dealer for Matthews, Hoyt, Bear, Protech, Protech, no. not Prime anymore. No, Elite, Elite, PSC. that's the Elite. Prime was a long time ago. PSE, Protech, all that good stuff. We even and have some traditional. We got Raven and all that good stuff. Yeah, pretty good shop. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to swing by and get some some good good bows and stuff, yeah. for sure. Real quick, Pat. Let us know the giveaway. So the the uh, listen up. The secret code is helium, H E L I U M. Pat, write that down because I just made it up looking at the giveaway. And then okay, I mean, Hayden doesn't have to go through all. Of them. And what's the code do? You, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a question. What was like the secret code in the podcast episode, or whatever? And then you're gonna type in helium. That's lower caps. It doesn't matter. H E L I U M, and that's gonna give you bonus points. And then we haven't decided the bonus point amount, but the bonus point amount is going to be pretty nice because it it adds, you're already in the drawing, 
but there's bonus points in this to get more entries into the, you know, they're all free. They're just kind of fun things. You got to go to this YouTube page, like this Instagram page or whatever, that type of stuff. Simple, easy steps to get you free entries. You'll give, some will get like five free entries, 10 free entries, and then like the yeah. secret code might get you 50 or 100. I don't know. Right. We haven't decided. We're going to make it worthwhile. Yeah. It's a secret code. So helium. Helium is the secret code. H-E-L-I-U. Because that is the name of one of the pieces that we're giving away and is a very popular piece that we sell in-store and online. But Pat, take it away on the giveaway. So for the first week of our Christmas holiday giveaway, which will take us actually just Maybe. past Christmas, yeah, through through like that'll be the last that last week. Yeah, so it's twelve kind weeks, of, it's not kind twelve of days. Our, kind of our play on it. So um, this giveaway is brought to us by Hawk. Um, so we've got three stands. items. Yes, Hawk tree stands. So um, Hayden, our pass first piece. Oh, let's that. do those. Um, yeah, we could do the stick, so I'll hand that to Gregory. So these are the Hawk Helium Climbing you can Sticks. Pass it down or hold it through uh, right there. Yeah, that's perfect. So these are a four-pack of uh, Hawk Helium Climbing Sticks. Um, great for what we're about to talk with. You can use them with saddle hunting, uh, permanent stands. They're super lightweight. They're two and a half pounds apiece. I got some of my garage right Weight rating, aluminum construction. Um, they these, got a these have the new strap, right? The yeah. new silent strap, silent yeah. Molly style strap. Um, so you get four of them. Um, they're also a double step, so you've got you can stand level on, on both staggered. sides. You're not staggered. Yeah. Yep. So that's one. You're gonna get that. You can pass that over to me, I guess. The next piece, which we can just kind of yeah. get out of the way for this, stand one. in front of Gregory. <laughs> he can just kind of hold it up here to go with those sticks. Is the hawk. Cruiser, hang on. Sick. Yeah, it's awesome. It's got a, we put one up at the store. It's a pretty good platform. It's 24 by 30, uh, but it looks even bigger. And like, it's a nice yeah. hang on. Aluminum. Um, this one is steel. Okay, this is steel. This is a steel one. Uh, 22 pounds. Not terrible for a permanent setup um, if you're wanting to do that. Yeah. Um, it is nice. Got a flip up seat. This one has kind of a half back seat. That so you do get some. Nice. You do get some back rest on that. So, um, but yeah, that's the Hawk Cruiser uh, hang on stand. So that's a good one. You can put it back down over there on the right. Make Gregory do all the work. This one we we would uh, we might just put up a picture of this one because it's gonna be too heavy to lift up there. Um, but this um, is also from Hawk, and this is the Hawk Crawler. Deer cart. Ooh, uh, yeah. Me and Gregory had fun with one of these way back in the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> who are you guys doing at the store with that? So, we had to test out products, right? So, of we're course. doing some product. So, the Hawk Crawler Deer Cart, what's very cool? One, obviously, it's going with the stain in the sticks, deer hunting, help haul your harvest out of the woods. Mm -hmm. um, but you can also haul other stuff around the house, take your trash out to the long end of the driveway, yeah, haul wood around, yeah. whatever you want. Haul um, your coworker around. You can haul your coworker around the parking <laughs> lot though. <laughs> so what we wanted to test was it's got four wheels. Okay. And so they're independent. They call it a rock crawler because it basically like they're if like you're going through the woods or whatever independent and you hit suspension a little, kind of thing. Yeah, if you hit a stick or a rock it doesn't side. just stop. Mm -hmm. It'll help crawl up over that. So you're not always having to lift up over a 
obstacle. Did so, you try to crawl over the rocks in the parking lot? We crawled over the curb. Yeah. So, hey, if there's something, crawl over in that parking lot. We, we did. crawled over. <laughs> so we put each other in that and hauled each other around the Rogers Sporting Goods parking lot to test it out. That thing is awesome. Yeah. Um, Sweet. So the Hawk Crawler Deer Cart. Cruiser. The Hawk Cruiser Hang On and a pack of the Hawk Helium four-pack climbing stick. So what does that, um, what does that get you? It's like... Um, I think it was around five hundred, just over that. Um, it's five hundred dollars value. Yeah. yeah, but it's yours. All you got to do is uh, punch in that keyword, do some other things yeah. um, for signing up. Don't forget that secret code. Secret code helium, yeah. and uh, so that'll that'll get you some free entries and um, and keep listening. So we're going to be doing giveaways now through the end of the year. Um, as our play on the 12 days of Christmas, we're doing kind of the 12 weeks of Christmas. So you give a little tease. We got like another deer one and then a bunch of waterfowl ones. And yep. We're going to have another deer one. We kind of threw those out first, obviously with deer hunting, Bow hunting going. and all that. So it's rolling right now. Uh, we're going to have, um, stuff for waterfowlers as well. Um, We've got stuff um, for duck hunters. We've got stuff for goose hunters. Um, we've got motion stuff, decoys, blinds, all, all of sorts it. of stuff from uh, Higdon, Lucky Duck, Mo Marsh, Greenhead Gear, Rogers, Avery, yeah. um, Hawk, Muddy, Yeti, um, Yeti, Quick Decoy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. that's a new one. That's a new one. Yeah, that system's really cool. Yeah. So yeah. all sorts of stuff. I mean, we're in the spirit of giving, so why not? Like, yeah. All you got to do is listen, follow along, have fun with it, and get some free stuff. Yeah. 12 week, weeks of free You got to pay for nothing. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And you could win five out of the 12. Yeah. This That's, isn't limited to just if you win this one, you're done. Who knows? So it would be very lucky, but. We want to give you stuff. So yeah. enjoy it. And you don't have to spend any money to get it. No. Anyways, go, let's go into our, our main topic here. Yeah. And so one of the crazes going on right now, which it's not, um, it's not really new to the hunting world, but it has picked up momentum over the past few years. Um, and that is saddle hunting. Um, so we kind of wanted to get into that a little bit. Um, and actually kind of Gregory was really, I remember him talking about it even before. We carried. I him. knew what was going I, on I before we carried for it. This, so. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's kind of the reason why we got him in so early. Yeah. So we're on board now. Um, so we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about what saddle hunting is, um, pros, cons, what you need to get started, um, some of the options out there that we offer. So if there's a deer hunter Anyways, listening, things like that. When we say saddle hunting, can you imagine like an arborist or somebody in the tree, mm-hmm. you know, working, cutting way up high in this, you know. Yeah, they're in this lineman, lineman's belt saddle system, and they're working. You know, you know that type of stuff. That's kind of what we're talking about. It's a saddle that's hooked to a tree with yeah. a, you know a couple different couple different you lineman's belt all the way up, and then you have a your uh, your top tether to, to attach to. But we'll get into so that. Let's do. Um, I'm gonna tell you the brands that we offer, but then I want you to kind of go through. Um, some of the things that you'll see within a saddle itself, just the saddle part, whether, you know, the kits and all that kind of stuff. We've got some of the stuff up here. So 
Um, you can find this stuff online or in store at Rogers Sporting Goods. So uh, we have uh, expanded actually quite tremendously. Um, so we carry Trophy Line, Tethered. Um, we have Hawk um, and XOP, which is new this year. Um, I don't know if I'm missing any that actually offer a saddle. I think those are yeah, that's all four. We, so yeah. XOP, Hawk, Tethered, Trophy Line are the companies we carry currently. Um, so if you're interested in taking a look at those, you can find them on the website store that whether we've got them in stock. And if you're in the Midwest, yeah. come in and see Pat because he has a really cool. Hey, we get you going. Really cool display and setup. Um, so kind of take us through Gregory. Like if I was to pull out a, cause correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, most saddles, you know, they have variations, but you're going to see a lot of the same parts. Yeah. Most of the, the parts, you know, across the board are all similar. If not, you know, if not the same, um, I guess the big changes between them is just features that you get or comfort, how they fit you. Um, just stuff like that. Accessories that they, you know, that they work with. Okay. Um, um, what about like a, uh, let's just take a kit. That's a real popular one, whether, um, it's from tethered the Hawk kit. Yeah. Um, what you're going to get in that. So the kits are great. Um, basically when you, you, when you buy the kit, you basically, you get everything you need, um, for the actual saddle part. You just need a platform and sticks outside of that. So this, this is the saddle and it kind of looks like a diaper maybe, um, kind of hold it up a little bit but anyways um that goes so around your rear so you get the saddle in there and you um, strap your legs in okay with some straps and you have a waist waist belt yeah you got strap. a waist belt and leg straps waist belt leg that's it and then now you have these two big hooks that will take alignments belt what are the other things i probably, so, you probably uh, would it, come with two ropes so one would be a bridge and then one is a or your bridge is on there. Uh, two ropes, lineman's belt and tether. Lineman's belt, tether, and then a bridge. Lineman's yep. belt, most people yeah, have a probably lot of, heard of. but A lot of the, the harnesses will come, you know, or I think all of them come with the lineman's belt um, okay. to help you be hands-free while you're hanging sticks or, mm -hmm. you know, stand or whatever. Um, so you use that as you climb and hang okay. your sticks. And once you get to your top, um, you'd also have, like, a tether. You could you could wrap around the tree. This is the tether. That's a lineman's belt. belt. Yeah, so, so they can kind of the see tether you just wrap around the tree and feed it, feed it through itself. Um, it has a loop on one end, and a you feed it through itself. Bring the prusik and the carabiner through, and you clip that carabiner into your bridge, and that locks you in at the top. Now you can use both of them while you're climbing, um, if needed, and then that would allow you to go over branches with. I'll never be in, you know, yeah. disconnected from a tree. So you kind of, nice. not really, sure. but you kind of have two Lyman's rope. You, you have one Lyman's rope set up like a traditional one would, but then you have another one set up almost like a normal tree strap you would have on a, on a like a hang on or something. Yeah. And you'd be able to secure yourself going around a branch with the top one, get around that branch and then, then re-secure your Lyman's rope around the tree again once you pass that branch. What's the uh, bridge like, part? I got um, the bridge in my hand. Yeah. yeah. So the bridge it's will a connect. shorter cord. There's two loops on your, on your saddles. Um, so, it, so, I mean, it kind of depends on the bridge. Some are permanent bridges. Some are prusiks like that. Um, so you're going to go on the bigger loops here. Yeah. So you yeah. feed it through its feed, 
the bridge through itself on the loop and then you clip in the other loop with the carabiner on the other side does it matter which way you go I've never found it. To, I, I know suppose your dominant hand. I tried if you liked one way or another. Yeah, I, yeah. I adjusted it like from your side because you were left-handed or something. I put it on the opposite of you. Okay. I don't think it matters. It just for yeah. me, like operating it or something. I, I felt like I needed to switch it up. Yeah, you can. I mean, really, you could have it on either side. I kind of like having it opposite of my tether, so I'll have my bridge loop adjustment on my left hand. And then my tether adjustment on my right hand. Yeah. yeah just so okay. I don't like grab, you know, grab the wrong tag end of the rope when I adjust <laughs> or whatever. Right. That makes sense. So that's kind of what you get in a kit. Saddle, uh, lineman's belt or rope in this case, um, your tether, which is what's your, your strap to. Correct. And the other rope you'll see is the bridge, bridge. which is connected to your saddle. I keep mine on at all times. I was going to ask, like, when you're off. climbing, is it just, is your bridge on? Is it an accessory pouch? Mine is, so I leave it attached all the time, and when I'm walking in, uh, you know, you have your waist belt on the saddle, and I just tighten that up, and then I also clip my bridge and then just cinch it tight. Yeah, just cinch Mm -hmm. it down Mm -hmm. um, so it's not hanging. And I have molly pouches on my saddles, so I'll put the tag in Mm -hmm. of the rope in one of the pouches. Yeah, some of them. Do you have any bags? And my my lineman's belt I keep attached as well, and then I'll just have it in a pouch and when i get to the tree i pull it out of the pouch and just wrap around the tree and clip into the other side yeah. so a lot of kits now are coming with a lot of them will come with accessory pouch. i'll just call them accessory pouches yeah. but um to hold your tether in or or you know for whatever sure you need and most of them have that molly style they'll clip on around your tether or around your uh, saddle sorry um, so there's one. This is by Trophy Line, but yeah, this nice is the soft, quiet. This is the Covert, Covert Pro, Pro Rush yeah. Chico. Fabric. So some of the differences, like I'm seeing, like you alluded to, is the material. Mm-hmm. So, um, for instance, like uh, I run a Covert Light. Yeah. Um, so it's more of a see-through mesh style material, lighter. Um, I also like it. It's a little bit wider of a seat. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it fits me better. Yeah. Um, and maybe someone smaller than me, I need more space to put myself in. So, yeah, um, that's a big thing with like saddles is just kind of playing with them, especially, you know, go into our store, try out like our display area, um, kind of see which one fits you right or feel right. Um, and kind of what material you like. Cause like the covert light is a mesh material. Yeah. That's what I use as well. This is a brush trico. It's like a very soft brushed fabric. But mm-hmm. I can see that doesn't being make a, any noise. Yeah. Uh, so it's fully covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which that is probably any... be nice for late season. Too. Yeah. I don't no know. Kidding. I haven't like a late season covert, saddle. You can put yeah. a big hand warmer pad in that. Yeah. <laughs> the one for the heat warmer seat pads. Yeah. Yep. Put that in I there. Mean, yeah. That'd be really nice. Is there any saddles out here that don't have like the mesh or the fabric or they're just like skeleton structure? They have like, um, the, like it, double panel saddles that would, that some of them are. They might have the material, but they're a lot smaller. Mm. Um, and then there's there's basically two pa- panels with webbing connecting the two. Gotcha. Um, so you kind of adjust how those how far away or, or how close those okay. panels are. Um, so you can put one like under your legs and then one up towards like the your lower back yeah. area. Tethered's mm. got some real light saddles. Yeah. Um, like the Menace. The Menace the is Menace another solid one. 
Um, the, the Phantom one's a great saddle. I've, I've used that one quite a bit. Uh, it has a lot of adjustability, but, um, yeah, I don't know the weights of those off the top of my head. Yeah. I, I feel like the Menace, we sell that one decently, too, because it's a kit. Yeah. Um, and so you save a little bit of money because you're getting everything. You can buy all this stuff extra, too. Yeah, for you sure. You can buy pouches if you need them. So, but a lot of people purchase the kit up front. Yeah, and the Trophy Line has to that. be pretty light. It is, yeah. And Trophy Line has the Fanatic, which is also really light. And that's kind it's of like a, a new one. Yeah, it came out, I think, last year. Oh, maybe last possibly year. Possibly. I think it was last year. Um, and it's like a real lightweight ripstop material. Mm-hmm. Um, like a parachute. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it's a super light saddle, super comfortable. Yeah. But yeah, if you can imagine, almost like a parachute-style material, mm-hmm. but it is real lightweight. Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot of versions out there. For sure. Um, so but, but what you see in a saddle is primarily the same across the board. Yeah. Um, now, there's some that we've seen develop that um, there's one, we don't offer it, um, I mean, I'll throw it out there. I think it's called like a JX3 or something. Yeah. And it's got like a seat. It's like, um, uh, yeah. You're like literally a, like in a, almost like a swing or something. A climber, mm. s- one of those suspended seats. But you literally, when you lower yourself, so now you're in like a chair. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, so it's still a saddle, but it is kind of like a suspended seat look at yeah. a saddle. It's like yeah. a, yeah, you're in a swing seat. Yeah, um, but saddles themselves. I mean, across the board, you're gonna you're gonna use the same stuff. Yeah, once once you like have played with one, you kind of know the setup on all of them. There's mm-hmm. just gonna be different features, different yeah. like small attachments, stuff like that. So if if a listener's kind of kind of confused of what we're all talking about, this saddle goes around your your waist and your rear, and you're literally wearing it like a diaper. Yeah, yeah. and you you climb up the tree with sticks. Um, most of the time, these guys are you're you're using this to be mobile and use different trees and trees that you you know are hard to climb with climbers and stuff like that. So you're packing in sticks, but you're you're climbing up using your lineman's rope, which goes around the tree and secures you from falling. When you get to your spot that you're going to hunt, you're going to probably put on a platform that's super small, right? Yeah. So there's a bunch <coughs> of variations of platform. I would say average is probably like. 14, 15 inches by 15 inches, yeah. like somewhere in there, pretty small, like, um, it's basically like the too. base of a, the base of a stand, but just smaller than that. Mm-hmm. So you stand on that and you're facing the tree yeah, versus like a typical tree stand. You're facing away from the tree. That was my next thing. You're actually suspended from the tree facing, looking at the tree and yeah. it's completely different than sitting in a ladder stand or a hang on or a climber. For sure. Away. Which you can use that to your advantage of being able to you know, in a way, hide behind the tree if yep. the deer are coming out on the, you know, the opposite side, I guess. Yeah. And if, if you, yeah, go ahead. I was just saying people at the store, when you talk to them about saddles and you use the pole demonstration and get mm-hmm. up, they're always kind of questioning, like, how do you shoot a bow with yeah. this and stuff? And it really actually opens up maybe more shooting like, I'm not, you know, not really. I mean, I guess in a hang on, you can stand up and turn around and shoot, you know, kind of around the tree, just like you would in a saddle. But the saddle, you can almost shoot. Not 360, but pretty darn close. The yeah. one part, and we might get into this with pros and cons, but the one part with a hang-on, so if you're the tree's behind you, and so obviously shooting everything, you know. In front of the not tree. Not quite 360 degrees, maybe like 280. I don't know, but fairly easy. If you have to turn around and shoot something between the tree – with the tree between you and you're in a hang on, 
you can lean out a little bit, but not a ton. But at some point, you're going to fall. Yeah. Yeah. With a saddle, you can lean out and you're held there. Yeah. So I can lean out at like 45 degree angle and I'm not going to fall. So I can technically still shoot. So, and they make like other accessories that would like work in tandem with your platform. Um, so I use a system like a strap with a couple with five or six steps on it. So the steps go all the way around the tree. So you can take your tether and lengthen your tether and you can walk all not the all the way around, but like you, you can, can get quite a Tarzan that, that yeah. tree. You can uh-huh. just walk around it up yeah. there. It's pretty we slick. sell some from Hawk. Yeah. Um, a couple different versions, but yeah, they're just little steps that come out. Um, so, so really if you were getting into saddle hunting, the three things you're going to need, and and I say three, obviously with the saddle, you're going to need the the ropes and all that. Yeah. But let's well, just say like saddle that was kit. the saddle kit. You're going to need um, a platform, and they mm-hmm. come in all shapes and sizes. Um, you're going to need something to stand on. Yeah. Um, do some people use a top step? I've done it, and I will do it if it's a quick hunt, but it's definitely not it's the not most comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, you know, you're not going to highly be recommend for longer platform. than very long. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I could do one hour standing on top of a stick on yeah. a saddle. Yeah, for and, sure. And the third thing you would need is sticks. Yeah. Um, typically, with a saddle, most people want to be mobile, so they get separated sticks, like the one we're giving away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we sell multiple options in that. Technically. As long as you have a platform and a way to get up the tree, it can be a permanent set too. And the saddle is just what you use instead of a hang on. So yeah. you could use a 20 foot one piece stick. Yeah. And, so we know. use saddles a lot like that. Um, if we're doing, a, you know, a dual, a double hunt, mm-hmm. filming um, kind of thing. Yeah. So for filming, I'll use a saddle and like camera gear and the, the set will be pre, you know, pre hung. So there'll be steps and a tree stand there. But then I'll just hang a platform slightly above that and clip into my saddle and set up all my camera gear. That's oh, nice. So yeah, that's can you, cool. Can you, you can sure. rotate around the tree with your camera arm? Kind of better in a saddle. I, I think so. I think it's pretty. You know, it's pretty easy. You like you're yours. one with the camera arm. Yeah, and you can get for far enough <laughs> away from the tree that you can you know bring the camera in between you and the tree and go to each side of the tree. Yeah. Um, depending on right. you know the length of your camera Jeez. arm and which one you're using, but yeah, I like that. Uh, Gregory should film some of Patrick's hunts. <laughs> you, let, you let me know. He's like, no, film my hunts. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing, well, we can go a lot of different ways. So we talked about the stuff that comes in the saddle. I'm going to cross this off as we go. Um, we talked about the Pru-6 knot on there, or if you've never seen it, that's the the knot you're using once you're in the tree to slide up and down. Um, this is a, it's like it's a friction knot. five or six-finger Pru-6. Mm. I don't know I if that's really okay. I mean, there's six loops around it. Is that a six finger? I've always called my. Uh, yeah, I don't know what six. it technically is, but yeah. it's a friction knot. So when you clip into that and you tighten it, it will cinch down to the rope if there's any pressure, um, mm-hmm. or if, you know, if you let some pressure off, you can slide it up and down that rope to no make whatever adjustments slides. you need. You put pressure on it, it bites. It the just rope. locks in. Yeah, and some of the things we talked about are accessories that you can purchase. So, like. Uh, you were talking about what you use when you go deer hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Tethered makes a thing called the Sis Hauler. Yeah. Um, but basically, you can buy uh, like molly straps or things to hold your gear on, extra pouches. 
Um, one of the things that um, we hand me the one that's not like a rope. Yeah, the ropemans. Yep, a ropeman one. A lot of people ask for, um, which is pretty sweet. I was going to show you that actually on the tether here, but yeah, basically it takes um, place of your Prusix yeah. knot. So Tub. you can run one, two. You can use it on your tether, which is where you would put for sure one, but you could also put one on your uh, bridge. Um, you can put one on your rope. lineman's rope. Anything with a Prusix knot, you can switch it out yeah. for a ropeman one. The Big benefit to the Romans or other mechanical devices, it just allows for easier one-hand adjustment versus a Prusik. Yeah, Prusik, um, sometimes you have to work your knot out. Yeah, if it, if you if it's locked down too tight, so, you know, sometimes it's kind of a pain to slide, um, whereas a mechanical device, you can just yeah. so take this, one hand and you know, adjust sh- that. Try to show this loop is around your tree. This is your tether. So your bridge is hooked to this carabiner right here, correct? And so this piece right here, you you can pull away on your rope, and it slides up and down for your adjustment, but it will never pull down straight from right. that, it's got the, that carabiner. Mm-hmm. You guys can see that. Correct. It'll yeah. always stay there. And then you kind of pull away if you want to go up or down, or you can pull this out and slide it down if you need to. Yep. But it's it's quiet, and it's easier, like you said, one-handed. For sure. Yeah. And if you can hold that rope up, you can see, like, on a mechanical device or even with the Prusik, you can see the tag end of that rope just has a backup knot on it, too. Which is definitely recommended. Don't yeah. don't take that out. Don't or if you make your own, knot. put your backup, put yeah. a backup knot in. You don't want a pre six or one of these sliding out. No, no, yeah. Um, so those are some of the accessories. Um, they even make specific uh, backpacks that you can haul your stuff in platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the backpacks Trophy Line makes is called the the uh gosh dang it i had it and then as soon as i was gonna say it <laughs> it's the, the trophy line backpack the k uh yeah the famous day pack or k that's the boat yeah and there we have like a but saddle stalker pack we have a handful mm-hmm. of packs that are built specifically for right. saddle and, hunting and you don't have to get a specific one like i think my tool bucket it oh, has no the, doubt. it has the straps to do sticks and different things like yeah. that. yeah and you can actually hook your sticks right here um on the side of your saddle, you can cinch that down and put a couple sticks in there. Yeah, yeah. while you're working, you can get attachments. Um, a lot of people use those like gear a rubber um, gear twist ties. ties. I yeah. was just about to say that. So I was like, can, I could gear tie my yeah. sticks together, and so they don't clank for sure. And then put them in the saddle and walk in, and then yeah. just put then just strap my platform to the backpack, and you're good to go. Yeah, absolutely. Simple. Not, years ago, I was packing in alpha hang-ons and four-piece sticks all in one on the backpack. Yeah. That was <laughs> – it's all light individually, but when you put it all on your back, it's not fun to pack in very deep. For sure. This is what – this is going to open up some some hunting spots yeah, for that's me for sure. definitely the nice thing about saddles. So even, you know, if you're carrying a four-pack of sticks in, that might be 10 pounds or so. Like the Hawk Helium, I think two-and-a-half-pounds piece come out to yeah 10 pounds your platform's probably three four five pounds somewhere in there um and the saddle with ropes is just a couple pounds but you're wearing it so you don't yeah don't, don't feel it like feel in your backpack weight. or whatever mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so it is just a light way to be mobile move around and kind of hunt whatever tree that a lot of public land hunters have made the switch at least around this area um that used to do a climber mm-hmm. so one of the benefits you'll see in saddle hunting versus a climber, especially on public land, um, is now you can hunt any tree 
um, versus with a climber sometimes you might get to a spot and you're like, man, I really wish I could hunt right here. It's the perfect spot. The tree you want to be in, though, has a lot of branches. Mm-hmm. And your climber can't go up and around those. And you're not supposed to saw off the branches yeah. um, on public land. So with a saddle, what I'll do is I will do two lineman's ropes mm-hmm. or line or or a lineman's belt as well if you've got that. Your tether can be your other lineman's rope. Yeah, as you're you going can up. use the tether too. So yeah. that way I've got them both attached to one side and then I've, I'm running it around. So I've got one on and as I'm climbing, if you get to a branch, but you want to get above it, I have my other lineman's belt already ready to go. I'll go up and over the branch, hook it on, undo my other lineman's belt that's below it, and then just keep climbing. Just keep moving, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's super nice. That's a really good benefit to saddle hunting. Um, and, Pat, you're telling customers that you don't, you know, a lot of people don't feel like they need to go 25 foot in the air. Right. Um, a lot or of even people 20. that um, even come into the store, a lot of... I feel like everybody I've talked to, and it's different for some people, um, You, because you're putting the tree between you and typically your target. where your target is going to be versus in a hang-on or ladder stand, you're out in front. So you're almost becoming one with the tree, so to speak, but mm-hmm. you're hidden a little bit more. You know, 12, 13 feet might be plenty. Yeah. Um, the other nice thing about that too is then you don't have to, you know, you may might not need all four sticks. Yeah, so you can drop them three sticks, three pounds or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of guys or gals will hunt lower, mm-hmm. um, and so I don't know. It's it's a lot easier. One of the things I wanted to go like the shooting aspect of it. Um, if there was a con to saddle hunting, um, the one thing that I've read, the one thing that's been discussed is not as much the archery side, mm-hmm. but when you're doing um, crossbow or rifle. So in a hang on or stand, sometimes you have a good rest. You've got a shooting ram mm-hmm. um, to rest on. So in a saddle, if your target happens to be on the other side of the tree, awesome. Cause you can rest your gun up against the tree. Yeah. But if it's behind you, now you're taking a free handed shot. Yeah, and, and not the most comfortable for unit shot. Right. So you're in. Because you have to rotate your hips. And you're going to be standing, taking a free-handed shot yeah. up in the air. So not that you can't do it, but it's just a little bit more difficult versus like if you're in a ladder stand, rifle hunting. Yeah, for sure. You know, you got a nice good rest. Or even on a hang-on, they even have, you know, the attachments where you can put a shooting stick out in front of you on a hang-on platform. So if there was one con... Um, that would be it. Another thing that's brought up is the safety aspect. Yeah. Even when, like, the guy that was there the other day, um, you know, some of them are just, I don't know if I feel safe. I think when they look at it, they get nervous. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, like, different, especially when you're looking at it. But, like, I, after using it, I feel more safe because there's no point in time that you're ever not connected to yep. a tree. The first yes. thing you do when you get to the tree you know, you might hang your first stick while you're staying on the ground, but then you would, you know, take your lineman's belt around the tree, clip in, and you're connected while your feet are still on the ground. Connected the whole way up, and then you're connected, you know, obviously at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not that there's n- nothing that could go wrong. I don't know. You know, yeah. I don't want to say there's nothing, but you are sure. always connected. Yeah, I would say 
if there was something to go, the two things maybe that could go wrong. One, you'd have to have a catastrophic failure. Yeah. With your, I say catastrophic, but you'd, I mean, it would be with your rope, which this rope is stuffed at rock climbers and it's yeah. the same grade rope. This is high quality, thousands of pounds of break, like for sure, great quality stuff. So for that to go wrong, something majorly happened. Yeah. Um, and technically you probably should use a tether at all points in time as you're going up because alignment's built. It helps you climb. It helps you keep your hands free, but it really doesn't keep you from falling. Like if you were to fall with just alignments built on, there's nothing to stop you. You're so, not you're not going to the floor, but you're going you're going to go against the tree and you're going to be yeah, rattled. Whereas up. It, if you have that tether connected, you know, wrapped around the tree, clipped into your bridge, and if you were to fall, you're not going anywhere. You stay you know, right period. where you're at. Yeah, I was I was on a I was on a twenty foot stick hanging a tree stand. Um, Old school harness, I mean, you know, a spider harness, like not old school, but like a full body harness, which this replaces. You don't need a full body harness once you're wearing this, the saddle. I have a full body harness with the lineman's rope. I'm hanging a tree stand and I, my right foot slipped off the double step, 20 foot in the air, right? Mm-hmm. I fall for like a split second. Lineman's rope grabs a tree and I swing into the stick. Didn't really get hurt, but the only thing was the corner of the stick, like cut into my kidney or like my side yeah Not nothing nothing yeah. hospital worthy but that's what happened for sure yeah the only other thing i think that um is if you let yourself out too far and you went past uh yeah whatever level yeah and you could you were hanging upside down i don't know why you would ever want to go that far but <laughs> um and even then that's a weird shot up, angle if you're even then if you're hooked up you're really not going to be able to go anywhere but, yeah um it's like a mission impossible and, bow angle right you gotta yeah. shoot under a limb like the saddles have belt you know belt buckles basically exactly. leg straps so you're yeah. and connecting the saddle and then the saddles yeah. connect to a tree so you're not yeah you're not going anywhere yeah. um so safety wise i would say it's it's really good, really um, if not safer. So that's one thing. Um, I think some pointers we would all throw out um, if you want to get into saddle hunting. One, you can come in, or if you've got a buddy, um, you know, look at his. But you're always feel free to come into Rider Sporting Goods. I've got a spot. I can walk you through it. You can test it out. Anything but climb. But you can get the feel for the saddle itself. So, But it's that practicing beforehand. For sure. Um, before going out. Um, yeah, I think practicing setting the saddle up is a great thing to do mm-hmm. um, and getting comfortable kind of leaning back into it because that can sure. be, you know, that can be a little bit of an eerie feeling when you're 20 foot up if that's your first time. Yeah. Yep. But once you, yeah, you just set back in there, it, get yeah. comfortable, uh, practice shooting your bow out of it just to get those, mm-hmm. you know, those angles down. Where you want your gear, it's a little bit different. For um, sure. Now you're, you're, now you're facing all your gear. I like to put my backpack in between me. Um, just so everything's right here. You don't have to do that for me because I shoot left-handed. My bow's on the right. Um, my backpack's in the middle. I'll bring an accessory hook in case I need to hang something else up. But you kind of get that down. Once you get the saddle down, all the other stuff is just practice. Where You know, what feels comfortable to you. Your tether, I will tell you this, when you hook in with your bridge, your tether, you want to come dead center with your platform. Try to keep it as centered as you can um, to start. So it's not pulling you one way or the other. 
Um, for sure. Unless you need a move. And then it does allow you, like Gregory was talking about with his steps, you can twist that in case you need a move around the tree. Yeah. And that's one thing that actually changes the comfort of a saddle quite a bit is the length of your tether. Mm-hmm. Um, so a good starting point is kind of eye level is where you want it to wrap around the tree. Um, and then you link it, you know, you slide your Prusik or your mechanical vice down, clip into your bridge. Um, and then you can either shorten that tether if you want to do more like a standing position or be a little closer to the tree um, or let some of that, you know, less more line out basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do more of a sitting position. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really changes like the comfort of whatever saddle you're in. You know, like, yeah, first light, you know, morning comes up, I'll be, I'll be almost, I might be asleep. Almost standing. Yeah. I'll be asleep. I'll be <laughs> yeah. ready. And then, you know, you know, that, you know, you don't shoot anything or it kind of winds down and you're trying to now relax and, you know, I'll just lengthen that down and kind of get in that sitting position, get your knees away from the tree, like on one side or the other and just kind of. One of the accessories they offer is a back strap too. So mm. when you're wanting to, if you're not, if you're more of a leaner, um, they have a backpack strap and it takes a lot more weight off your hips instead mm-hmm. of your pivot point being at your waist. Now it's holding up your upper body as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, so nice. that's so a good accessory to like have. It's a recliner almost. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then some guys like to be more in the sitting position. Now that puts their, they'll rest their knees against a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times knee pads, guys will want to wear knee pads. Um, some guys will just make a homemade pad yeah. or a butt seat and then they'll, strap it to the tree but for sure you know it just depends i mean there's all sorts of stuff accessories you can really get in depth to it yeah i'm definitely more of like a sitter in the saddle mm-hmm. i don't go i don't sit like all the way down but and i keep my knees shooting at sitting position? i i straighten wanna... my legs up yeah. but then i'm still kind of far away from the tree just because the tether you know mm-hmm. was long was long yeah um but i like that too because then i'll lean forward and i'll put my head basically like on the bridge or on the tether and I can, you know, I don't sleep, but I can definitely get some, uh, yeah, rest some shit on. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'd say overall that's the craze. Um, it's been hot for the past couple of years and I feel like it's not going anywhere right now. So, but we offer, like we said, a lot of different ones, um, tethered trophy line, Hawk and XOP. We carry accessories. We can walk you through it at the store. You can always call if you have questions, um, if you can't stop by. Uh, but we got lots of different options to choose from, too. So from from the saddles themselves to the platforms you can use to sticks. So, yeah, so um, we have maybe eight or so saddles, maybe the same in platform. So you can mm-hmm. kind of pick your variation. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah, of sticks, tons like of sticks, you said. Tons yeah. of sticks, accessories. So just kind of figure out what works best for you and, like, how you hunt. Yep, yep. So it's definitely something we're checking out. It's kind of the the newer thing in hunting that you can add to your arsenal. So um, just wanted to, you know, discuss it a little bit today. And, oh, yeah. And start our giveaway thing, which, again, code word. Helium. Helium is the code word to get extra entries into the giveaway we were doing this week, which is sponsored by Hawk. And they are going to be doing the Hawk Cruiser Hang-On, the Hawk Helium 4-Pack of Climbing Sticks, in the hot crawler deer cart. So um, we'll post some more stuff on it, but if you're listening to the podcast and you catch the code word helium, that'll get you some more free entries into that drawing. So um, sick. Wrap it up. And if we never did say it, obviously that is Gregory. 
he has been on a couple <laughs> times before. But Hi, guys. Um, um, so, anyways, we like to get him on here every now and again. Of course, Hayden behind the camera, Chandler to my left. And yeah, I guess we just Patrick, dove into so it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we're rocking and rolling, man. That's right. We had no time messing around. So you guys season, are telling so. me to get away. So yeah. Hayden, <laughs> but, Hayden might have to like edit that part and put it at the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hayden's ready to roll. Yeah. He's got a Chiefs game tonight. Oh, he gets to go oh, to yeah. the game. So yeah. he's got like going to get him out of here. Twenty five minutes before he leaves. Yeah. That's yep. a quick edit job. Best of yeah. luck. <laughs> Best of luck to you. Yeah. No, but I appreciate you coming on and giving Absolutely. some insight into that. And uh, hopefully everybody has a good weekend. And uh, thanks for joining us. Make sure you like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Check out all of our social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all that fun stuff. Um, and that's where you'll find the giveaway. And you'll find the giveaway on social media. So, so you're going to have to go on there. Yeah, you're listening to the podcast. You're going to basically jump on any of our social pages and you'll see it. And you'll see um, it'll be Facebook, Instagram. I don't know how we, yeah. we put it on YouTube. Shorts. We put it on YouTube shorts. But yeah, you can find that giveaway video. Click that link. And you'll follow the rabbit hole and enter yep. all your stuff. Get in. some free stuff. Oh, yeah. So, as always, I appreciate everybody listening and until next time have a good weekend peace peace